and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two deeply, deeply disturbed co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer, absolutely pounding his own turkey, it is Bruce, the tugboat, Vinditti. What's up? All right, week 10 is upon us. Um, Uncle Sam opted to watch uh, the Netflix show Barbarians last night over the shit show that was Carolina versus Atlanta. And And it was not a bad move whatsoever. And I'm sure Bruce was too busy either playing something on his computer or... Uh, we we just know he wasn't worth a girl. Fondling That's himself. all we know. First of all, the game was on. Wasn't worth a girl. Thursday night football. Game's yep. on on the second monitor, and I'm playing Call of Duty. What was the final score? I don't even know. Okay. Uh, anyway, I told Panthers, you I stopped watching. I was just sitting there playing. The Panthers so defeated funny. the Falcons twenty-five to fifteen in a <sighs> abysmal offensive performance. I would say for the Falcons. Um, Again, we we go over the same thing every week. The, well, they get here's the thing, Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. I was going to get into him. The, the thirty carries is yeah. right where he should be every week. And if they yeah. didn't get down, so they were able to to do what they wanted to do offensively. If you give Devon, Deontay Foreman the th- his thirty carries a game, yep, history will show you that he will go off for a hundred plus yards and a touchdown. That's just the way it's going to be. That's the way it's going to be going forward. Um, so, realistically, I think that what this means for the Panthers' offense is P.J. Walker doesn't have to do all that much. I mean, last night he completed 10 passes for 108 yards. Um, no touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once, and they still won this game pretty handily. Uh, I think that is also a tribute to the way Carolina's defense played last night. I thought they had a very nice game. Um Brian Burns looked like an animal, I would say, in the second half. He constantly had Marcus Mariota under duress. Mariota was sacked five times. Um, All in all, this story comes down to what we have seen time and time again in the NFL this year. The team that is running the ball effectively beats the team that is not running the ball all that effectively. And at the end of the day, I mean, Huntley had five carries. Williams had five carries. Algier had eight carries. Patterson had five carries. Well, it was raining, and Carolina chose the safe pick and the smart pick and keep the ball on the ground and run the ball. Absolutely. Because, realistically, Marcus Mariota, in my opinion, looked like he was running for his life the whole game. It was well, it was their, their offense predicates around the run, and they were unable to run the football. Unable, completely unable to. I mean, they did, they did run for 138 yards on the ground. But it's just... It wasn't effective run. No, not effective. And I think the other thing that's really starting to become an issue for the Falcons is they don't they can't pick a running back, right? Algier had eight carries. Huntley had five. Williams had four. Patterson had five. Uh, Algier was completely right. ineffective. None, none of these guys are getting into a rhythm. No. So it's, no. it's just useless. And, I mean, you have Patterson coming off of an injury. I think he's the clear-cut best runner that they have. But you don't know how healthy he is, number one. Right. They had him returning kicks last night. Well... I get that, but he needs – Patter, if you are the Falcons, Cordero Patterson needs to be the number one most utilized piece in your offense, whether it's running, receiving, returning, any of it. And they're, they're, they didn't get the ball in his hands enough last night. Um, your lock of the week, Kyle Pitts, two receptions, 28 yards. I don't understand why Marcus Mariota is completely unable to hit Kyle Pitts, number one, in the chest. He's absolutely fucking enormous. He had eight targets with two catches. You, you've you got to get the ball in this guy. If you you invested a high-end first-round pick in him, he the is... The fourth overall pick. The fourth overall pick in, in Kyle Pitts. You finally got him healthy, and you you have a quarterback that can't get him the ball. That, that to me, just doesn't make sense. Um, and, and I don't understand why Arthur Smith hasn't gone the direction of Desmond Ritter yet. After, I mean, after last night's game, it's apparent that Mariota is not the answer for this team right now. So I, I'm sorry. I would go with the young guy, and I agree. Uh, it's like ripping off the band-aid. You could just do it real quick. Yep. Drake London did have a touchdown catch, uh, but again, 38 yards receiving out of your number one guy. That's not. That's just not going to be good enough. Not going to cut it. It's not going to cut. Not going to cut it when you're playing good teams. Uh, as far as the Panthers go, 
I watched an absolutely glorious LaVisca Chenault sweep run for a touchdown in which three Falcons players tackled each other. That's not the first time he's done that. No, it's not. And glimmers like that is what keeps LaVisca Chenault maybe, relevant. Maybe he should be transfer himself like a Patterson deal, go to a running back position. Right. I mean, he had two rushes for 41 yards. He's a strong yards. guy. He's a big – he's not a small guy. He's no. A, He's a strong dude. A 41-yard touchdown uh, run for LaVisca Chenault. Um, Did they use him like they used uh, uh, Debo Samuel, like that type of role? Yeah, I I think he could have a lot of success there. Um, I mean, that's what I would do if I was coaching there. But overall, all in all, it was a Deonta Foreman show. Again, um, there has been a lot of fantasy talk about both uh, Chuba Hubbard and Raheem Blackshear. We know who the number one clear-cut guy is on this team now. You know, a lot of guys were going back and forth. If Chuba's going to be healthy, which he did, he was active last night. He had five rushes for 14 yards. Uh, is he going to be the guy? I, I don't think that's the case. Um, Blackshear only got six attempts. So Deontay Foreman with 31 is definitely the clear-cut number one for this team. And he's pretty much an automatic start going forward, I would say, with Caffrey out of the picture. Um, as far as the NFC South goes, this changes a few things i mean last night atlanta was tied with tampa in the lead for this division now we have atlanta trending down i would say after last night realistically they they're trending down at four and six you have carolina who i'd say is trending up shockingly after trading away two of their best players carolina's kind of on the train up now and uh, you, you can't really sleep on them because we talked a lot in the offseason about how Atlanta was going to be sneaky. Right now, after the performance against Tampa, and then they go and get absolutely shellacked two games in a row, and then they beat Atlanta last night, I think Carolina might have a little sneaky factor to them at the moment. I mean, P.J. Walker doesn't have to do anything for this team to win. So... The quarterback thing's not really in question. They already named P.J. Walker. Well, they lost the game that they should have won, too. Right. The game, the other game to Atlanta, they lost by a field goal. They they should have won that game. Um, So, yeah. And if that game goes in the opposite direction, if Atlanta doesn't get that field goal at the last minute, you have Carolina at 4-6 and and Atlanta at 4-6 and now. So, So Tampa, with a win this week, could go into first place. Well, Tampa is in first place now. They're 4-5. and So, Sunday morning, they will either – be tied with Atlanta again, or they will be a game up. So we will see how that goes. But talking about Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m., live from love it. Live from Munich in Deutschland, it is the Seahawks versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The Seahawks at 6-3 and three are somehow the underdogs to the 4-5 and five Buccaneers. Bucks are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 44-and-a-half points. And this game for me comes down to a couple key points. One, again, I say week after week, the Seahawks are on a four-game win streak right now with wins over, two over Arizona, one over the Chargers, and one over the Giants. And guess what? They were all pretty definitive. I mean, 10 points, 14 points, 14 points again, 10 points again last week. So these aren't even tight games. They're win- they are winning two possession football games. It's not last-minute field goal wins. Um, that worries me as a Buccaneers fan because this team is extremely hot right now. Now, we know this about these overseas games. A lot of times they can turn shit show level quickly. For some reason, I don't think this is going to be one of those games personally. But I also know that my philosophy on this whole thing, and this is why I picked the Seahawks to beat the Giants, was things that don't make sense don't usually live on forever. I think the fact that the Seahawks have been playing as good as they are is a true testament to who Geno Smith is as a player. I think it's a true testament to how talented Kenneth Walker is. I think it's a testament to um, the scumbag being a better coach than we all thought he was. I was ready to write him off before this year. I think it's a testament to the Seahawks defense being a lot better than we thought they were. But realistically, statistically they're not they're not good. But they they, they make plays when they need plays to. Continue to win. I still 
I'm going to stick with my philosophy this week, and I think that Tampa needs it win badly. And I think there was a little bit of a spark lit in this team on that last-minute drive against the Rams last week, and I think they're going to hopefully carry that into Sunday morning. Um, and I think the Seahawks at some point, and I know I've been saying it for three weeks now, they've got to fall back down to earth. I think it happens this weekend in Germany. I am going to take the Buccaneers to win and cover against the Seahawks. Uh, I think Brady comes out with a little bit of light. I'm not going to say this is going to be the game where the Buccaneers completely reemerge as a playoff contender, but I'm going to say that they look good, better than they have, and I'm going to take them to win, and I'm also going to take the over in this game. Uh, like I said, the the overseas games can get shit showy real quick, and then you end up having a a ten to three, ten to six game. I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think both these teams are going to be ready to go. Both of them have momentum. Both will be able to put up points. So I'm taking Tampa in the over. I'm going to take Seattle in this game. In the under. Why are you looking at me? Like well, because I this is the you want to hear my reason for it. Well, yes, that's this is usually it, what happens. Yeah. Well, this is it's real simple. Tampa's defense better show up because if not, they're going to get the ball jammed down their throat, and if that happens, then they're going to be in trouble. The one thing that I noticed about the Tampa D is I think they're finally now. There was a three four week stretch there where they had a key proponent of that defense injured every single week. Um, and I think now they're healthy. They got Antoine Winfield back. Jamil Dean is playing very well. I, I think the defense isn't, for me, I don't think the defense is a question mark. I think they can stop the Seahawks. Do I think Kenneth Walker is just going to fall asleep on the field? No. Do I think Geno Smith will be able to throw the ball up and down the field as easily as he has been? No. So, yes, I agree with you. Their defense has to play. It has I just, to. I For some reason, just this. These games at nine thirty in the morning, just I, I don't, I don't like them. And the team that you usually think wins loses. You're really far away from the mic. Anyway, um, I, yeah, you know, I, I had a feeling our opinions were going to differ here, but I, I just feel Seattle's hot right now, and uh, until until they're stopped, I, I'm going to stick with them. I think you have the Tom Brady engine rolling. Mm -hmm. He's been posting those pictures and those videos on TikTok and whatnot of him smiling and doing that weird thing that he does. He's in win mode right now, and he's especially not going to lose to somebody who got drafted underneath him. Like That TikTok stuff is, is really enlightening anyway. So this is Tom Brady's game. This is Tampa's D's game. Mm -hmm. uh, in Tampa. So there, I actually read a piece of news yesterday that um, – so I don't know if you know this, but Brady invested a good portion of his career earnings into an, an NFT company called FTX, which um, fell over 65% this week. So, and he had somewhere Along north with everybody else's correct. He had somewhere north of a half of billion dollars invested. Uh, so he might be playing football till he's 70. Who knows now? Um, <laughs> I hope not. Put him out uh, there in a wheelchair. Yeah, just roll not. him out there to throw the ball. Uh, yeah, I think that that's going to be a very entertaining early morning game, and I, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, moving uh, on. Who's Bruce taking? Did you not hear a single thing I just said? What? He said the Brady train's rolling. What does that mean? It means I'm going with Tampa, and I said okay. more after that. Over, under. Any of that? Over, under. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, I don't know what points. The under. Fuck. You're taking under. Okay. Um, it's 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 a fucking overseas game, dude. Though those games are fucking weird. The biggest game of the week in my eyes. Minnesota heads into Buffalo to play the Bills. The Vikings at seven and one. The Bills at six and two. And there's mm. a huge question mark on this game because Josh Allen. Today is Friday, and Josh Allen did not participate in practice again today. Which, if history is right, that means we're going to have Case Keenum leading the Bills this weekend. Uh, some people don't think that's an issue whatsoever. Some people I think it's a huge issue think it's a big issue. Uh, Here's the thing. Both of these teams are very good. Both these teams are very balanced. All right? I don't think Minnesota, though, has a marquee win. 
I think they could pick up that marquee win this week. And we saw another stat that we talked about on Wednesday's show. Minnesota has four wins this year over top-tier teams that don't have their starting quarterback. So, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who don't think it matters. You don't think it matters who plays quarterback for the Bills. They're, I'd say, the second-best team in the NFL as far as balance goes. And, and it's not like they're giving the ball to a, a fucking rookie. Case Keenum is a seasoned veteran. And can put up points. I agree with you. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But I will say this much, and this is what I think the X factor is in this game. Over the last couple of weeks, we have seen Josh Allen use his running ability to make big plays when the Bills need it. He is able to tuck That's the ball. That's why he could possibly miss the game this week. That is why he's possibly going to miss we the game We talked about week. that before, and and this is what I had said was, I know they have designed plays where he runs the football, and that's fine. That's fine. But at some point, this guy's got to learn how to run out of bounds. Well, I think the Bills are going to miss that. If not, he'll wind up like hey, Cam this Newton. Minnesota D is pretty good. If this not, Minnesota... he'll wind up like Cam Newton. That's... Who, who, was bigger, going... who was bigger, stronger, faster, and more athletic than Cam Newton? Now we're on Cam Newton. Nobody. Nobody. And you've seen what happened to him. Correct. I still remember that hit he took at the goal line. I can't remember who they were playing. I think they were playing New England. And he got all, he got slobber knocker at the goal line, and he was never the same quarterback after that. I don't well, think Josh well, that, and, that. That Vaughn Miller ripping his ass right out, his heart right out of his ass, um, that could have done it too. That's stupid, I would say. I feel like he, he wouldn't put himself in that position as Cam Newton did put himself in that position. I don't think Cam Newton ever saw that coming. Either way, uh, I think that Josh Allen not being there for the Bills this week is going to be a it's going to be an X factor in this game. Absolutely. You want to talk about balanced teams? I would say outside of Philadelphia, if we're talking strictly balance here, Minnesota is probably the most uh, the second most balanced team in the NFL. They have outside Buffalo. No, I I think outside God, Buffalo too. Minnesota. I think the two things separating them is their run game and. Minnesota has a decent run game, and Buffalo Correct. has no run game. Correct. Minnesota can run the ball better than Buffalo. I think yeah. in this game, Kirk Cousins versus Case Keenum, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. I'm going to go I with – I am too. I like that three and a half. I, I'm going to take the I Vikings like the to win this I want game. the over. Not only cover, but win this game. I also like the over in it. Uh, Kirk Cousins at 1 o'clock is unstoppable. We know this. Yep. And I think that – realistically, the Vikings' balance will ultimately win them this game. They'll be able to set up the run. They will be able to throw. Be something they go, they they come out of this 8-1, and one, and then you, you got the Bills who go to 6-3. Six six and and three. Three. Yeah. That division the is wide open. I hope they do. Wide open. I don't agree with you there. but You don't agree with me? No. I think any one of those teams in, in that division, if they get hot, could take that division. Okay. That's fine to say based on record. But you can't Correct. you can't with you can't with a good feeling in your gut sit there and say this is not the Bills division. I mean I, I'm gonna say Zach this. Wilson is absolutely depending f- on, on the situation with Josh Allen, he's gonna miss I would one say week. it's 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 what up is in it? the air. Zankle? It's an elbow. El- he's gonna miss elbow? one week. Big deal. He misses one week and he's back. Guess okay. what? I would rather take Josh Allen with one arm over Zach Wilson right now. Oh my God. I would take Hands Josh down. Allen with one leg over Mac Jones. And at the end of the day, Miami offensively is great, and their defense is still shaky. That's the end of it. The Bills are the best team in that division, clearly. Doesn't matter if they win or lose this week because they will still win this division by two games. Okay. Yeah, there's probably only a handful of quarterbacks that I would absolutely want. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes. Oh, God. Maybe Jalen Hurts. Maybe. Let's not go there. I just don't let uh, – Pat Mahomes is maybe too just because I'm not Hurts, a fan. Jalen Hurts, I'm not a doing. fan of the Jalen Hurts continues what he's doing. He's MVP. I'm just not a fan personally of the way they run around. I'm more of a Josh Allen type where you're – you know, this dude just – If you look at Jalen Hurts, he's looking to throw before he runs. Tank. But, um. Either way, I'm going to take the Vikings to cover this game. I'm going to take the Vikings to win this game, and I'm going to take the over as well. I think that over-under right now is being affected by the fact that they don't know if Josh Allen is going to play. Absolutely. You know, Other, and, Otherwise, it would have been probably seven. Well, at 43-and-a-half, I'm, I'm going to take the over. I'm just saying. It would have probably been a seven-point spread 
if Allen was playing. I how I, I, I can't yeah. I don't think so. I do. I mean, Minnesota has showed us nothing but good things outside okay. of the Philly game. All right. So, and that was. Well, they're only getting three and a half on I'm, the road. On the road with a guy that might not be playing. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I don't I don't really see how you could open this up much more than three and a half. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Minnesota's good. I think Minnesota has the juice. I think Minnesota has what it takes to win this week. Uh, moving on to. Ugh. Go either way, baby. Oh, God. Go either way, baby. The Detroit Lions head down to Chicago and Soldier Field to play the Bears. The Bears. The Bears, which are a three-point favorite. The over-under in this game is 48 and a half points. My God. What do you even... Why? why? What do you make of this? Like, truly, what do you make of this? Well, I told you all that last week that until they won a game, I would not fucking take them. Yeah. And I'm taking them this week. And I'm taking them with that three points. And uh, who's going to win? I'm taking Detroit to cover. No, I'm taking them to win. Okay. I'm taking them to win this week. You want to know why? Mm. This is exactly why. Because they are going to fuck up their fucking draft position to the point of non-returnable. And they're going to have to burn two first-round picks to get one quarterback that nobody will be sure of. Vegas is high. Why? That's way too high. 48 and a half points? Oh, no. Do they, do they think that the Lions just... Oh, okay. I, I don't, games I don't this think the 48 year, is a lot. I but, don't. I but, don't either. Oh, they I'm just take the, somehow take the miraculously... I'll be honest. I they expected, fucking just pull it together this week I expected this game to be a 50-point over-under. Truly. Oh, yeah. Wow. But, well, it's, I okay. think it's going to be a shootout. I, really I think do. it's more of a testament to yeah. the Bears' defense being depleted than it is the, uh, the Lions' offense going to go off for 35 points again. I, I'm here's This is my takeaway from this game. I think Justin Fields, monstrous day. All right? And you're going to say, oh, Aaron Jones, 200 yards last week. Guess what? Aaron Jones got hurt. We don't know his status for this week. Justin Fields has been playing literally out of his mind and and I don't think the Lions defense have an answer for it. I mean, they didn't have an answer for Aaron for forty year old Aaron fucking yeah. Rodgers who ran all over him. Um, what do you think Justin Fields is going to do? I think Justin Fields has a big day. I think the the Bears are essentially going to be able to set up the run good enough against I, the Lions I, I th- to burn. I them. truly think the Lions will stay in this game. I really you picked the Lions to win. What do you mean I, they're going to really stay in this game? I really believe that they'll stay into this game. It's going to be a shootout. The Lions are going to win it. Yeah. You know what I'm sitting here debating? What was a worse pick? Kyle Pitts for your lock of the week or the Lions to win this yeah, game? Yeah, can you choose the Bears to win, please? No, I'm choosing the Lions. No, please. It's, it's, choose the it's fabulous. Does that mean I have to choose the Bears? I am choosing Chicago to win this game. Not only cover, but win. I'm not going win. with you, dude. You picked Kyle Pitts. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? I ex- you don't even know who Kyle Pitts is, asshole. Okay. I Next. expected this game to yeah, be over under 50, but I didn't think it would hit it. The 48 and a half for me personally, the way that I'm thinking about this is it's going to be cold. Uh, I think Chicago now realize they have a little something to play for. They're coming off of a field goal emotional loss last week to Miami, and I don't think the Lions have the juice to stop the Bears offense. Great. Yes, they beat Green Bay last week. Green Bay was like playing fucking, it was like playing North Dakota State. They didn't have anybody, you know, Christian Watson died on the field. Romeo Dobbs died on the field. Aaron Jones died. It was like a fucking battlefield. The ghost of Randall Cobb was hovering above the stadium. He was in street clothes. Listen, (laughs) Chicago, minus three, take them, take them to win. Over under a 48 and a half, I'm going to take the under because I think the Lions will score more points than they have been, but not enough to hit 48. And I think Justin Fields is going to have day against the Detroit Lions. What do you think? Are, is your hometown boys going to do it? I, You know what? I want you to pick them. So I can use a little Kool-Aid emoji again this week. But I hate going with the toilet seat, dude. I hate going with the toilet seat. Listen, they're going to stumble into a fucking road win, and I, I got a feeling this is going to be Who it. do I go with? <laughs> Who do I side with? Because you're not wrong, but I am having the same feelings that you're and having. If the Lions, so if the Lions like, win this game this week, I'll kiss Bruce's bare ass on camera. 
With the tongue? No, no, no tongue. shower either. Okay. All right, the lines. Anyway. Wow. There we go. That's the one that's going to set me apart this week. You know what's going to be funny? And I'm going to say this on camera. I'm going to clip this on Monday when the Lions lose by 21. That way we can just slot that right in there. It'll be a good one. Um, and guess what? If they don't, you can use this clip to degrade me on Instagram. How does that sound? No, I'm just going to wait to find he doesn't even know how to use it. Tampa Bay Buccaneer game, and then I'll make my comments then. We already talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneer game. I'm just saying, we'll wait till the end of it. And you had like nothing to say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking Seattle. That was your that was your big fight on that one. Next up, the Denver Broncos head to Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans. We have the three and five Denver Broncos, and the Titans are sitting atop their division at five and three. The Titans are a three point favorite. The over under is 39, which is wow. pretty much every single Broncos game. That's and every Titans game, too. <laughs> Derrick Henry has been an absolute fucking beast as of late. Um, let's let's talk about this. Tennessee was on a five-game win streak before they played Kansas City at Arrowhead last Sunday night and lost by a field goal. So, with that said, Tennessee is playing very good football at the moment. Uh, on the other hand, Denver pulled off a nice four-point win against Jacksonville last week. So, before that, they lost four in a row. Uh, this one, I, I'm actually kind of shocked at the disrespect Tennessee gets here by only being a three-point favorite. Um, what I'm guessing they're go basing this off of is the fact that Denver's defense is the highlight of the team, and they may be able to put a stop down on Derrick Henry. Yeah, but ATM went wild on them. ATM went absolutely bananas last week. Right. So do you I think ATN is at Derrick Henry level? Absolutely not, and I expect Derrick Henry okay. to go absolutely bonkers again this week. And is uh, Malik Willis isn't starting this game, is he? I believe he is. I believe if he is, I'm taking Denver. What? If Malik Willis is starting this game, I'm taking Denver. Well, either way, I was taking Denver anyway. Well, hold on. I'm taking Either the Broncos way. and the under. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. Let's ride. Was a full participant at practice Thursday. All right. He's full. He's playing then. Shit. Uh, Trending towards returning to action Sunday against okay. the Broncos. Well, so, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Titans giving up the points and I'm going to take over on this. Uh, I got a feeling they're going to put some points up. Who? Both of them. Okay, well, I'm going to disagree with you halfway. Okay. I'm going to take the Titans minus three. I'm going to take the Titans to win. I, I don't think there's a question. Taking the mind. Titans to win, too, especially now that Tennessee uh, stays this hot. He doesn't know how to. Tannehill's playing. Winning. To me, I don't really care which, who plays quarterback because it doesn't matter. Well, Tannehill's clearly better than Malik Willis. Tannehill on, is clearly dude. better than Malik Willis, but all Tannehill oh. does is throw the ball and take it out of Derrick Henry's hands. Realistically, Ryan Tannehill isn't some genie who's going to come in and start making passing plays. The entire Titans offense outside of Derrick Henry is fucking awful. Let's be real. They don't have any good fucking receivers. Traylon Burks is, is nowhere to be found because he's still fucking hurt. Ryan Tannehill is not good. Malik Willis is not good. Their offensive line is decent, and Derrick Henry can run for 150 yards and three touchdowns. As long as he does that, they won't lose a game. They won't. I'm taking the Titans. Titans, and I'm taking the under. I think this is going to be a 21-7, 21-10 ball game. Okay. Denver, Denver shows, guess what? You take a Denver still? Yeah. With Tannehill playing? Absolutely. Okay. If if the if Kansas, if the Titans D held Kansas City to 20, they'll hold Denver to 10. Okay. Titans D played a very nice game last Sunday night. And guess what? I am not anywhere close to being sold on the Broncos offense as being competent. So I'm going Tennessee all the way. Uh, next up, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars heading to Arrowhead to play the Kansas City Chiefs. The Jaguars are at three and six. Not all that fabulous. The Chiefs six and two. Chiefs are a nine and a half point favorite. The over-under in this game is 50 and one half point. And I'm really curious to see your thoughts on this. I think the nine and a half is a lot. Okay. 
I, I think that's huge. So. Fuck. All right, well. At one o'clock. I'm going to take the Chiefs, the cover, and uh, over 50. So you're taking them to win. Correct. Okay. Um, no, I'm taking them to cover, too. I'm giving up nine and a half, dude. He doesn't understand. And I, I, I normally don't. I got do it. That. I got it. Uh, so, yeah, Chiefs is a 10 point favorite. Yeah. This is what I'm going to say. I really liked what Jacksonville did last week against the Raiders. They won that game 27 20, and that was before every single person on the Raiders' offense went on IR, including right. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, here's the thing Jacksonville's losses thus far. Outside of the Houston and the Indiana one aren't awful. And I'll tell you what, don't forget the Colts were able to beat this Kansas City team pretty handily at one point this year. Um, this is what I'm thinking. For some reason, I like Jacksonville in this game. Jacksonville beat Indy 24 to 0. And if you look at it, Indianapolis beat Kansas City. I, I just there's something superstitious about this game. That was Matt Ryan, huh? That, that was Matt and Ryan. Jonathan Taylor and Jonathan Taylor. Right. Um. I, I I like Jacksonville this week. I I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I can't justify it for you. I think ATN is absolutely fucking hotter than fire right now. Uh, we saw what Derrick Henry was able to do to the Chiefs defense last week he pretty much tore him apart uh and i think if you had a competent quarterback throwing the ball that game goes a little differently last week against tennessee kansas city has some holes in their defense that were exposed and and i'll tell you what honest to god if you look at the jaguars defense especially their defensive front it's built a lot like tennessee i mean they have some absolute playmakers on that defensive line I think this game's going to be a lot tighter than it is. I'm ultimately going to take Kansas City to win this, but I am taking the Jaguars to cover, which is rare, but with 10 points, I'm going to take Jaguars to cover. And there's a big part of me that wants to pick Jacksonville to win this one. It just seems like a trap game. And how fitting would it be for the Bills to lose to the Vikings and the Chiefs to lose to the Jaguars and keep the record the same? You know what? Fuck it, I am. I'm going to take Jacksonville to cover, I'm going to take Jacksonville to win, and I'm going to take the over. I th and I think Travis Atien has a 150-yard two-touchdown day. And he's got that smile on his face because he knows this is the one he's going to clip to fucking burn me with. But that's fine. I didn't say anything. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I didn't say anything. Yes. Bruce, who are you taking? Kansas City. Okay. They ain't going to let this one slide. Are you kidding me? Okay. I Listen to me. I don't know if I'm just a Jaguars hope hopeless romantic. Get ready for this one here. This next one coming up here. The Cleveland Browns are I'm heading. I'm going to surprise everybody. Cleveland Browns are heading down to South Beach to take on the Dolphins. The Browns sit at three and five. The Dolphins sitting pretty at six and three. The Dolphins are a three and a half point favorite. The over-under is 49 and a half. And I'm sure Uncle Sam is going to tell us now that the Browns. Taking the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going over on it. Uh, I agree with you on the over. I'm taking the Browns to win. Actually, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. You want to know why? I'm taking the Browns in the over. Do you want to know why? No, I don't. You don't care? Was it the hurricane? No. Why? It's nothing to do with the hurricane. Why? Bruce, did you happen to notice who Uncle Sam picked up to start at quarterback this week in his fantasy league? I did not. It was Jacoby Bursat. <laughs> so, with that being said, um, now that we got that out of the way. It's him or Heineke? What? what? Heineke's your boy. Whoa. All you do is talk about oh, Heineke's my fucking dude. He, he loves boy. to go downfield. He's my boy, but he's playing Philly this week. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Um, I am going to take the Dolphins minus three and a half to cover to win. I am going to take the under. Uh, I traded away Nick Chubb this week. I Biggest mistake you've ever made. No, absolutely not. And I okay. traded him for Jalen Waddle. And I think that the Browns defense is going to be no match for these Miami receivers. I expect Miami to have a big, big, big day. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. 
be superstitious on this, but I have a feeling that Tua will not fucking finish this game. Are you making a call right now? I, I just think that, that Cleveland's pass rush is good enough to get to him. Eh. And I got a feeling he's not going to finish the game. I'm taking Miami all the way. He's a rag down. Listen to me. Listen to me. You want to know what the key word here is? Jacoby Brissett. Okay. He ain't terrible. Let's go. Here. Are you going to come in defense of Jacoby Brissett now? You know, this week, interesting. Oh, God. Mari Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) Mari Cooper could have a huge day this week. There it is. There it is. There it is. So you've now signed not only the death warrant for Kyle Pitts this week, but Amari Cooper. I yes. Okay, perfect. Um, well, I'm taking Miami. Yeah. Okay. That one wasn't. So really you're good. both taking Miami. Yep. Okay. Uh, next up, the Houston Texans at one six and one head into the Big Apple to play the Giants, sitting at six and two. The Giants are a four and a half point favorite, and the over under is forty and one half point. And you want to know what? I've been talking about this game for three weeks now that this was going to be the fucking trap. But you want to know what happened? My philosophy got all thrown off the day before Halloween when Seattle beat them and beat them bad. Then the Giants went into the bye week. And you want to know what? Even with them going into the bye week, even with them coming off of a bullshit loss to Seattle, I still don't feel 1,000% confident in the fact that the 6-2 Giants are going to come out and beat the Texans this week. I don't know why, but I don't feel confident. Do you? Yeah. You do. Yeah. I don't think the Texans will have an answer for Barkley. I don't either. I don't either. I don't. And I think Daniel Jones, which Daniel Jones are we going to see? You know what? I already picked Jacksonville last, to win. The guy who struggled a week oh. ago? or Yeah, you might as well take the safe one here. I, I'm, I'm going to take the Giants and the over on this. Oh, God, no. Uh, I'm going to take the under. That's for sure. I don't see 40 points in this game. Um, but I will say I am going to take the Giants as well. Wow. Um, it, this is the thing. I think this game is going to be a lot more competitive than people think. Ultimately, I think Saquon Barkley. Well, you know Either what? The Texans or the Raiders are going to be picking first overall again this year. So Guess we'll, what, dude? We'll see. Guess what? Yeah. Do you think the Giants have an answer for Damian Pierce the way he's been playing? Yes. I think their defense is better than than that. Yes. Their defense is very stout, especially against the run. And they get Brandon Cooks back this week. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take Houston. Wow. I'm going to take Houston to cover and win, uh, and I'm still going to stick with the under. The Giants' offense against Seattle had absolutely no answers. And outside, if you take I think Saquon, a lot of teams have no answers against Seattle this year so far. Well, I, we will yeah. see this weekend. But I, I – Okay. I, you know what? Damian Pierce is hot. They get Brennan Cooks back. Hopefully Davis Mills doesn't poop in his big boy pants. And, and I'll be honest with you, outside of Saquon Barkley, the Giants' offense doesn't impress me. It doesn't. I mean, are we going to sit here and put Danny Dimes on a fucking pedestal for everything that Saquon Barkley's doing? Are we going to sit here and and crown this guy for the fact that uh, nobody in New York knows what the fuck a wide receiver is? Like, let's be real. Are we really going to bet on Wendell Robinson? No. Sorry. I don't think he's that bad of a player. Darius Slayton? No. Sorry. Give me the fucking Texans. That one makes me want to throw up, but give me the Texans. Next up, we have the New Orleans Saints heading into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Three and six versus two and six. The Saints, one and a half point favorite. The over-under is 40. Um, We still got Andy Dalton, baby. So do with that what you will. Um, I'll be straight with you. The Saints are relying on Jarvis Landry to be the guy now. Michael Thomas is gone again. Landry's coming back from injury this week. Uh, And you know something? I'll be honest. Outside of Alvin Kamara just absolutely going bonkers, I I don't really see too many ways for the Saints team to win. Their defense is playing decent. 
decent at best. You know, Baltimore exposed some big holes in it last week. Uh, if Alvin Kamara has a day, which I truly believe he could against this Pittsburgh D, then I think the Saints could win this game. But I'll be honest with you. With TJ Watt supposedly coming back this week, that worries me a little bit because I think he'll come out with a fucking vengeance. I think he comes out strong. I don't think he comes out showing any signs of injury. And I think he makes Andy Dalton eat grass multiple times. And with him there, the rest of that D-line plays up to the potential to be able to at least slow Kamara down. Realistically, can they put the points up to beat them? That's that's Bingo. Can Pittsburgh actually Can they move the ball against that defense? Right. I mean, they put up 10 points against Miami. They put up 13 points against Philadelphia. Somehow they managed 20 against Tampa. They put up three against Buffalo. I don't think they can. Um, and for those reasons, I'm going to take the Saints in this one. Um, and, and this over-under of 40, I, I, I mean, let's be real here. The Pittsburgh Steelers can't put up that many points. And – I don't see the Saints coming out and playing this, having this 35-point performance. I mean, you had a game last week where Baltimore played the Saints, and they put up – it was a 40-point game. Right. I, I don't know because Pittsburgh's defense I don't think is as good as Baltimore. Ultimately, I think I'll take the over because I think the Saints could put up 21-plus. I plus. agree with that. So, I'm going to take the over. Saints in the over. Saints in the over. Yeah. You're, so you're not rolling Pittsburgh here. I really thought no. I was going to roll Pittsburgh, game. but I, I I actually like Kamara in this game. I do too. I think he has a. I, th- I don't think the Pittsburgh has an answer for him, even if T.J. Watt plays. Even if T.J. Watt plays. Wow! I never thought I'd hear you. We say We just that. don't know where T.J. Watt's going to be physically after missing all these games. I mean, ready to go. I'm taking the fucking Steelers. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, Watt believes he will play in Sunday's game against the Saints without a snap count. Interesting. That will be interesting. Uh, Moving on. We have the The shit show of the week. (laughs) The 4 o'clock shit show of the week. The 4 o'clock shit show. The fucking Jeff Saturday and Sam Ellinger at 3-5-1 head into Las Vegas to play... The two and six, I don't even know who's left. Matt Collins, is he the new star player? I don't know. The Las Vegas Raiders, the Raiders, and, and honest to God, I, I, I don't know if it's hometown favoritism or what. The Raiders are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 41. I, I'm taking the under. Yes. Under. I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take the Raiders to win this game. Are you? Yes. You want to know what? The other day, I watched the entire Jeff Saturday introductory yeah. press conference. And Jim Irsay's drunk fucking ass must have said, hey, you know, about 4,000 times. Well, you know, when you're drunk, <laughs> you know it comes out of your mouth a lot. You know, you know, you know, you know. Uh, I'm taking I'm going to take the Colts. Don't ask me why. Jonathan Taylor is back and healthy. I don't think the, the Raiders defense has played way below expectations. Um the, the, did, did I hear right that uh, Martinez retired? Blake Martinez just retired. Why? Out eh, of the blue? He had, had a enough. great game last week. Fucking had enough. Eh, yeah. uh, Blake Martinez retires. Jonathan Taylor's back and healthy. Jonathan Taylor needs to make a statement in this game. I believe that he will. Josh Jacobs, uh, again, this is the problem with Josh Jacobs. This is why they didn't sign that fifth-year option on him. He comes out term, three term, games. He doesn't I, play they, well. They made a huge mistake by not. Locking him down. I, you know what? I agreed That's with my you. opinion. He's going to walk at the end of the year, and and one of these other teams are going to pick him up, and he's going to be he's going to be a a, Listen a to force. Me. He has three games where he's pure shit. He has three games where he's absolutely running back one in the league, and then three more games where he's pure shit. It's and there's no consistency. That's, them, that's that whole franchise right now is just, just for some reason. Oh, I thought so Josh McDaniels. Would be the answer for them. He's not. Guess what? We might see Josh. He's fucking McDaniel. not. We might see Josh. If they lose this game to the Colts, you might see. Well, you know, creepy Mark Davis. I mean, I'm sure he's getting pretty and, fucking impatient. Yeah, he yeah. looks just like Chucky. Uh, he might. He might ask him. Well, and you want to know who's available now? What's that? Frank Wright. Frank Wright. 
And I got news for you. I've been thinking about where I think he could end up a lot because I think he'll get another starting job. I mean, his record. I I can't, I can't believe I can't believe they axed him the way they did. I can't. I, I really don't. It's Jim Irsay. I, I I don't understand. There's a lot of shit that's going on there in house that nobody knows about. The Raiders. I think both franchises. The Colts too. Colts want to win now. Well, Colts ain't gonna win now with what they have. Period. No. Um, they haven't had a quarterback since fucking Andrew Luck. Left. You want to know something? I saw this conspiracy theory on this whole Jeff Saturday thing. Okay. It was an intentional tank job so they can finish last and pick quarterback. And you know what? It made sense. It, it does make sense. It makes fucking sense. It does sense. make sense. They're going to play take uh, the kid from Alabama. Yeah. Number one overall. You know, but they would have to tank a lot of games to finish fucking last right now. Not, not really. They've won three games. Yeah. But They've so won what? three games. I mean, they lose. You think out, the Texans are going to win three. two more games? Maybe three more games. You think the Lions are going to win? You think the Lions are going to win three games? They won. They won two. Yeah, I think you. I, you, I, you picked them to win this yeah. week and win three games. Listen to me. That's it. That's their ceiling. I, I'm going to take the Colts. I think they're going to win on accident. To be honest with you, I think the okay. Raiders are that bad. That uninspired. You know what the Raiders are? Uninspired. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Right I don't looks looks like understand. They almost look like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, they look like what the Dallas Cowboys usually are. And speaking of, yes. Oh, who's your pick? The Colts. You're taking. You're okay. taking. I'm wow. taking the Colts. Wow. You sticking with the Raiders? I'm taking the Raiders. Will you say it once for me? Raiders. There we go. Uh, next up, the Dallas Cowboys. And Mike McCarthy head back up to Lambeau to play the Green Bay Packers. Cowboys sitting pretty at two and six. Packers off of a loss to the Detroit Lions sitting at three and six. And and here's you want to hear the most fucked up part here. This this is the setup game of the fucking week right here, mm -hmm. because everybody and their mom. We'll take the Dallas Cowboys in this fucking Absolutely game. Absolutely, they will. I'm not. Even giving up four and a half. Yep. We'll take the Dallas Cowboys. And somehow, the ghost of Randall Cobb will come back and score four fucking touchdowns, and they will absolutely blow this team out. And everybody will be like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is back. You know something? Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers has back-to-back weeks where he loses to the Lions. And then the Cowboys. And then, no, no, not just the Cowboys. To Mike McCarthy. To Mike McCarthy, <laughs> right? He might I, he might employed. kill himself on the yeah. field in front of yeah. everyone. Um, I think that could be the case, but I'll be honest with you. What I saw out of this Packers team last week, I cannot. I, they they moved the ball at will. Uh, let's not sugarcoat it. Oh, here we they, go. They fucking listen. This is a there good was some though. there were some lucky plays by the Lions at the red zone, and that that was the difference of the fucking ball game. Agree. Agree. Period. Agree. Period. So I'm gonna take Perious. I'm gonna take the it's Packers imperious. and the points here. Perious. Uh I'm not. I'm gonna take the Cowboys minus okay. four and a half. I'm gonna take the Cowboys to win. I'm gonna take the under. I I can't see the Packers are God damn, who's even playing? I don't know. I mean, but I don't got a feeling Aaron they're, Jones they're, status is questionable. They're at home and I just I, I just think they're gonna they're gonna rebound. Dobbs is out. Christian Watson's in concussion protocol. Yep. Fucking Randall Cobb's not playing. I Maybe. mean huh? Maybe. Maybe. You're going to bank on Randall Cobb? Sammy Watkins. Oh, fuck. Guess what? You watch. Hey, you know what? Another one? You know how you bet that Russell Wilson Another. would get hurt here? Yeah. I'm going to bet this is Sammy Watkins' turn. <laughs> Sammy Watkins. <laughs> That's not even a bet. He's hurt every other Turf game. toe out for the year. Uh, so, yeah. I'm go I got to roll. No, I can't, actually, I can't uh, you know what? I, I'm, not, I'm not fucking around here. It's Cowboys. What the? F you just switched it no, up. No, I'm not fucking around. I, you know what? I kept saying that this is the game that will fucking bury the Packers. Bury the Packers, mm -hmm. and I hope it does. And I hope Mike McCarthy wins this game. I, I really never do. thought I'd hear those words. Just because I want to see Aaron Rodgers just absolutely lose his mind. So like Dallas did last week. Dallas, Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas, uh, giving up the four and a half, and I'm going to take uh, the under in this game. I am as well. Same thing. I'm taking the Packers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Come on, baby. 
You don't do this. This isn't your. This isn't your stuff. You just ain't got nobody to throw to. This ain't your stuff. Listen, they, they, try, the, they tried to get. Stuff. They tried to get as Sarah much as Waller, I want them to lose. They tried to get. Everybody. I hope they lose. At the end, but of I the have day, a feeling that they're somehow going yeah. to win. Guess what? The NFL, as we know it, no longer exists. Tom Brady lost three in a row. One of which was twenty-one to three to Carolina. Are you trying to say it's Aaron Rodgers turning to lose? This is Aaron Rodgers turning to shit okay. the bed. Uh, you Aaron. know what? God damn, we this is a this shit is show one I want. This is a guy I want to see lose three in a row. Well, he might. You might not even see him. Why that Stafford's in the fucked up right concussion now. protocol. <laughs> okay, we concussion protocol. If he's in concussion protocol, I will take the Cardinals in the over. Can in this I game. introduce the game first? Go ahead. You didn't even let me introduce the fucking game. Oh, I have four twenty-five. What's four twenty-five? The time, the start time. The Cardinals are going to SoFi <laughs> Stadium to play the Los Angeles Rams. Cardinals three and six, Rams three and five. Somehow, Los Angeles a one and a half point favorite. The over-under is 40 and one half points. And the big question mark here is, will Matthew Stafford play? He entered the concussion protocol earlier in the week. And we don't really know his status for this week's game yet. He did not practice on Thursday. We have not gotten an update on today's practice yet. Uh, he, ha- I, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't give a shit if he does play. To be honest with you, I agree. I, I think they're they're in a horrible mess right now. Yep. I, I I don't have any confidence in them at all. Same. Um, even even with all the playmakers and. Uh, Hall of Famers on that team, it doesn't matter. I agree. I think they're going to lose to the Cardinals, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to lose, and they're going to. It's going to be a decisive loss that should put uh, them under. I agree. And we talked on Wednesday about the Rams quarterback tandem. If they, if Stafford yeah, the two guys play. that all together played four snaps in the NFL, not even three, three snaps, three. Sorry. One was a fumble, one was a pick, and one was a five yard pass. Yeah. If Hopkins and uh, Kyler Murray don't get their shit together, listen, I don't I, care I'm not worried about forth. that. I'm not, I'm not worried about it either. That they're doing. And I'll tell you what: if you look hey, at the games, if you look at what happened with that scenario, Hopkins was running down the field with nobody fucking near him. I know. And he just come back and said, "Hey, dude, I was wide open." And that little he didn't idiot. just say, "Hey, dude, I was wide open." He said, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. The rapport between uh, Hopkins and Kyler Murray, if they want to win games, they'll get it figured out. At the end of the right. day, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is a top three receiver since returning yeah. from his suspension. Yeah. He is putting up points at will. Kyler Murray is finding him. Yes, they had a disagreement last week, but at the end of the day, I think that this team is so much better with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins into that lineup. They need to figure out how to run the ball, but the beauty of this game for them is they can't run the ball and neither can the Rams, so it doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, I think that Arizona's playing as a more cohesive unit right now than the Rams, and I think they're getting quarterbacked better than the Rams. Uh, I'm going to take Arizona to cover, to win, and I'm going – you know what? This game has all the makings of the over, but I just – don't really I was hit the under. see it happen. I don't see the Rams putting up enough points. So I'm going to take the under. Well, if Stafford doesn't play, they're not going to put any points. Yeah, no. It, you know that. It's going to be the Darnell yep. show. Yeah. Oh, Darnell. Sunday Darnell. night football brings us to Santa Clara, where the other team from Los Angeles, the 5-3 and three Chargers, head up to the Bay to play the 49ers, sitting at 4-4. Four and four. 49ers are a touchdown favorite with an over-under of 45 and a half. And you know what? I was surprised by that line. I am too. But I will say this. The Chargers decimated with injury right now. The receiving core is just banged up. Justin Herbert banged up. He got another extra on his ribs this week. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's definitely not healed. No, no. fuck no. Uh, their best defensive playmaker, Joey Bosa, still out. Um Here's the thing. We have not seen the 49ers at full strength with Debo, with Christian McCaffrey, play a game yet. We might see it this week. And I think we're going to see it this week. And I think ultimately this 49ers defense will leave the decimated Chargers receiving core uh, with with a lot of issues. I, I don't really see Justin Herbert injured having a bounce-back game with Allen, 
and Mike Williams both hurt. Uh, I, I don't see it happening. Any of them playing or no? We don't know. I mean, know. DeAndre uh, Carter and Josh Palmer are both playing. Okay. I don't know what uh, that really gonna, means to anybody. I'm going to take the Niners. Giving up the seven, I'm going to take the under. Uh, Keenan Allen did not practice yesterday. Okay. So I think that's a good indicator there that he will not be playing. Uh, Mike Williams. Limited. Uh, Coach Brandon Staley said that he considers Williams to be more week to week than day to day. Oh God! So there you go. All so right. we so got I'm, our answers I'm gonna on take that. The Niners. I'm going to take the Niners, giving up the seven, and uh, I'm going to take the under of a forty-five and a half. I agree, one thousand percent. I think the 49ers are going to play a very, very nice game this week. They put up thirty-one points against the Rams last week. Not that that's saying much, but now that McCaffrey's got practice time, he's integrated into that offense. Debo is back. Debo is healthy. Here we go. This is the time where the Chargers now, with this division as bad as it is outside of Seattle, if Seattle loses to Tampa, the 49ers pick up a nice W here. There's one game separating these two, and it's San in my opinion, going forward, it's San Francisco's division to lose because they are more right. – as good as you might think Seattle could be, the 49ers are the, by far the more talented team. I think they start that train rolling this week to the top of this division. Give me San Francisco minus seven. I'm going to take the under, though, because I just don't know – what to expect right. of this Chargers offense. Obviously, Eckler will do his thing. He's good for a touchdown or two. He is good for a couple, 100, 150 yards. Yeah, but and you he'll just get... don't know what kind of points the Niners are going to put up. Bingo. Too many question marks. So I'm going to take 49ers. Bruce? It's easy to say the 49ers, but somehow this hurt Los Angeles team has won them some games. Oh. Uh, yes, but this is the other thing that I really think uh, – I, I keep wanting to say San Diego today for some reason. I think the Chargers have really had an advantage that, one, they lost against, realistically, their two better opponents. And, I mean, they lost Kansas City by a field goal at full health, and then they got obliterated by Jacksonville. Right. And in that Jacksonville game is when the injuries started to mount. Correct. We started. We then Joey Bosa's out. So then they play Houston, whose offense is as limp as a fucking spaghetti noodle, and they allowed them to score 24 points right. because their defense started to take on injuries. Then they beat Cleveland by two. And then their offense started to really take a And they got lucky, lucky in that Cleveland game. They should have lost Correct. that game. Ever since you had both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen hurt, you had a game with Denver where you won by a field goal and a loss to Seattle. Right. They did beat Atlanta last week. Uh, Austin Eckler went off, and they were able to beat Atlanta. But now, I mean, after we saw what out of, what did we see out of Atlanta last night? Dumpster exactly. fire. I, I think San Francisco has their way with them this week. Are you taking the Chargers? Fuck it, yeah. Okay. Why not? Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, next up, we have a Monday night matchup that I don't even want to bother talking about. Taylor Heineke, Dan Snyder, and Jeff Bezos head into the city of brotherly love to play the 8-0 Eagles. Eagles, 11-point favorites. The over-under is 44. And I'm sure somehow you will find a way to say that 11 points is too much in this game. I'm going to say this. I'm going to take the Eagles in this game. And I'm going to take the Commanders to cover. Ah, there it is! I'm going to take the Eagles to win. I'm going to take the Commanders to cover, and I'm taking over the 44. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh. That's it. <laughs> and that's my lock of the week. So your lock of the week is Washington to cover? Yes. So your lock of the week is against Philadelphia? Correct. This is the trap game. Sorry. This is it. This is when the wheels fall off. I'm sorry. It, it just is. Taylor Heineke uh, is not going to have an all-star performance. For some reason, the Eagles will miss a beat this week, and I think that they pick up a loss here to the Commanders. I think I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take Washington to cover, and I, I don't know. It, it's the trap. This is the trap. Game. I'm going to take the over. I'm taking Washington to you cover. You just said you were taking the under. I No, I didn't. I yes, you over. did. I said over. Oh, okay. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles to win, Commanders to cover, and the over. I'm taking the Commanders to win, the Commanders to cover, 
and I'm taking the I'm taking the under. Did you know Jalen Hurts when he was like 16 years old could squat 500 pounds? Anyway, I'm taking the Eagles. <laughs> I, I don't know why this. There's got to be a trap game. You know what I'm saying? There absolutely has to be a trap game, and I, I'm just this. Why not this week? Why not this week? Can you give me one that's reason? Because you want them to lose. Fuck yeah, I want them to yeah, lose. Yeah, that's why Fuck you're saying. Yes, I want you know Philadelphia what? to lose. What? He wants he wants the legal the Eagles to lose for one reason, one reason only, because when it comes down to the end of the year, and Tampa is going to have to go on the fucking road to face them. No, they won't, because Philly will Philly, get the first round by. Philly, Philly will have It'll the first over. round by. No, because you know what? Tampa's just going to slide in. Guess what? They're just going to slide fucking, in. By I was the, at the game. Of their wow. Tampa eviscerated the and Eagles either, last year in the playoffs. Be, they're either going to go to fucking Minnesota or they're going to go to Philadelphia, and they're going to fucking lose and lose big. Hey, guess what? Guess what? I'm He's ready done. for choke job part fucking two. <laughs> He's done. Mike choke job drop. Mike drop. Guess what? I don't know who's going to choke worse, Jalen Hurts when it comes playoff time, or you when it comes to making the playoffs in fantasy. I think it either way, either way, words. we're going to see both get absolutely fucking exposed. I don't know when you run your fantasy team based off of Andy Dalton's favorite target and fucking Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Good luck with Jacoby Brissett this week. By the way, there's there's a lot of trash talk. Kind of- Accepted this week. So. Accepted this not, week what? The loss this week. There's oh, a, there's, I knew that. There's a lot of trash talk. I miss, the I'm missing the just about. I'm missing the like bottom six of the, guys. The bottom, the of, bottom the, of the scoreboard. <laughs> the the bo- bottom you're going to call me the bottom? The leaderboard. The bottom just of the leaderboard. For the fucking record, one, I am one game behind you. Two, I play and you I'm this week. <laughs> I play you this week. And three, if we want to talk about this, you are only two games ahead of me, and I have 50 fucking points more than you. So it doesn't matter because you're in fucking I third win from the bottom. You've already accepted. <laughs> you're, you're lucky Garrett didn't set his fucking lineup the week he played you. Uh, you want to know what's funny? What? You're one game. You're two games ahead of me. I okay. should be three. I, th- 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 I got ripped You're off. You're two. I beat Mohammed Abib. Stat corrections don't count. I beat Mohammed Abib. Stat Five, corrections four. only don't count. All of a sudden, I, it was an yeah. eight-point swing. Because you have eight trash. Points? You have trash. Eight points. Listen, you want to know what's going to Hold on. You want to know what's going to happen? Are you ready? I beat six Bruce. And three. This, I beat Bruce this week. You lose this week. We're one game apart. I play you next week. I have the point advantage. I have the matchup advantage. You're gone. Can't wait. He's confident that he's going to beat me this week. I am confident that I'm going to beat you by 20, and I'm going to go beat him by 30 yeah, because you right. want to know what he hasn't looked at yet. I'm the underdog. He has Kenneth week. fucking Walker and Devin Lloyd, his two highest point scorers, on a bye next week. I got my whole team is on a bye this week. Yes, but guess what? Your whole team doesn't matter. Kenneth Walker is the only reason why you are where you are. Okay. Because I handed him to you on a silver platter. Sure you did. I need a fucking receiver. Please trade me somebody. Who'd you give me? Who'd you give me? Garbage. I've done it with garbage. I asked you who you wanted. You were like, hey, I'll give you Kenneth Walker for uh, the kid from uh, the Chargers that I gave you. Oh, DeAndre Carter? Yeah. Yeah. God bless. See, I can make bad trades like that, and I'll still be in the playoffs. Uh Either way, anything else to add before we end today's show? Any news? Any notes? You got anything? You want to bless somebody this week? Um, God bless Garrett. Gary, no football. Gary, no football. That's why he's in the bottom. Uh, actually, we do have a little bit of news here. Head coach Cliff Kingsbury told reporters today, uh, Kyler Murray may not play on Sunday versus the Rams. It will be a game time decision. What the fuck? So that, that could change some things. If, uh, God, <laughs> what if both of their quarterbacks don't play? Fuck, what a shit show. So what if that Stafford and Murray both don't play? I don't know. Who's the backup? Look Who's up the who backup the Cardinals in, uh, backup quarter. Look, pull up the Cardinals Arizona. depth chart. I mean, it's not like we know who the Rams guy is, but. Hold on. If Arizona has it somebody decent, then that's big. Uh, the Colts have ruled out linebackers Shaquille Leonard, tight end Never. Jelani Woods, you know and running back Deion Jackson. Guess what? Shaquille Leonard is just like fucking uh, – what was his name for the Panthers? 
that went out with the concussion and never came back. Luke Keekley. Well, there you go. There's your to, Shaq Leonard. I have to go find a new linebacker. 23 now. fucking tackles a game. And the guy's a freaking vegetable now. <laughs> hey, that is true. Um, in some That's other insane. news, the Browns have said, even though they have activated tight end David Njoku off of IR, he will not play this weekend. Against. I don't think you're going to see him for at least a couple more weeks. You don't think so? Maybe eh? more. I don't. I you know wouldn't surprise me if they shut him down for the year. You have Colt McCoy and Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley and Colt McCoy for the Cardinals. I'm taking. Oh, I bet you Colt McCoy. McCoy, baby. Oh yeah. Let's go, Colt. Yeah, I'm still taking. I'm still taking the. I agree. I'm still taking Arizona Cardinals, no matter what. Well, yeah, because I mean, fucking a, the Rams have HR Puff and stuff. Yeah, that's I don't their even backup. Know who uh, it's Bruce the tugboat. Venditti is the quarterback. Dude, if they the, put me out there, they'd the actually Los Angeles Rams. Oh, uh, I'd get the boys. Actually, you know up. what? They might as well just let Kelly Stafford play. Up, fucking forget about it. She's better at playing balls than any of the other guys. Right. I'd do it for free too. Put me out there. Give me the playbook, baby. I'll handle the ball. I'll get them boys fired up. Hey, do me a favor. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> right after we stopped recording Wednesday, the Raiders cut Jonathan Abrams. And he was picked up off waivers by Green Bay, so Green Bay has a new no, we safety. Talked about that. No, we, we didn't. Talked about we talked about him uh, getting cut. When? Last week. No, uh, it happened after the show. Wednesday. It happened after we got done recording. Oh, did it? It did. I thought it. And then obviously Blake Martinez retired. So there's a little bit of news there. there you so go. yeah, they're even more decimated. Uh, and Odell Beckham is has a lot of suitors, but right now people around the league are saying that most likely it will be the Dallas. Cowboys. Dude, Good we've for been him. Hearing this for the past two months. 49ers Pro Bowl corner Jason Verrett tore his Achilles in practice Double and year. he is out for the year and possibly longer. Well, he's done for the rest of this year. Absolutely. And Josh Allen didn't practice again today. So there you go. Other than that, that is all we got for you this week. Please enjoy all of this weekend's games. We will be back on Monday to let you know how bad we are. Uh, if you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram at Tip Balls, Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure to check us out on YouTube and watch us there. And remember to subscribe. If you're watching us, you probably already know where to listen. Enjoy this weekend's games. You will hear from us again on Tuesday. Am I perfect?